Are there people on your Christmas shopping list that you have a hard time buying gifts for? There are many of us out there that are hard to buy for. And if you have one of those, maybe we can help when we come back. Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Practical Prepping Podcast. We're going to be talking about gift giving for the prepper and the non prepper alike. Some of us may have some non-preppers in our family, and perhaps we'd like to encourage them with gifts and items that may be preparedness-based, but very practical for them to use in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of sneaky things that we can give them, sneaky prepper gifts. We're not above that. Oh, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think most of our family have gotten prepping Sne- gifts of sneaky some sort gifts. <laughs> for the last several years, and... Very likely to get them again this year. You know, if we've got listeners that are downloading this on the usual Monday download, I'm counting 54 shopping days until Christmas Day. So when you factor in the supply chain, the availability, that sort of thing, it tick tock. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. And you also have that issue with the supply chain issues. Right. We need to be doing our Christmas shopping now. Exactly. There are a lot of suppliers that are saying that they don't know that they can guarantee Christmas delivery. We may even have to go back to the old-fashioned method of personally visiting an actual store and purchasing the items that are on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean just a mall or a downtown. You can go to like local hardware stores, local home improvement stores, even some of the craft markets that are very prevalent this time of year. Yeah, and a lot of the things that we will mention today are available at local hardware stores. Now, let's begin with power options. Okay. Power is something that we all need, and I'm not talking about the power to influence politics and things like that. I'm talking about electricity or running motors. Oh, even like rechargeable batteries. Rechargeable batteries. That's always a good thing. Now, you know, for years when we have been going to see the grandkids after or at Christmas, we have our family get together. You and I always throw in a large pack of batteries so that if they get a gift that requires batteries and whoever gave the gift forgot to include batteries, we become the good guy. (laughs) Papa and Grammy can fix it. There you go. They're preppers. They always have batteries. So consider batteries, either the regular type or the rechargeable type, which is very environmental friendly. Also think about a rechargeable power bank, some sort of a way to power up your devices. Mm-hmm. When you don't have a, you know, a plug to plug into, you can plug into a portable power bank. I've got one in the bag right here and that black bag right here behind me. And it gets used quite often. And in a real shortage, when I realize that my phone is just about dead and I'm on the way out to do something, you know, I have put that thing in one pocket with the cord running around behind me and plugged into the phone that's in the other pocket. Well, there you go. 
Those things are really inexpensive and they are very, very handy. Great prepper gift and great gift for the non-prepper as well. Something else to think about in the items department, and that would be knives. Knives have been a Christmas gift for years and years and years, especially the pocket knife. The good old pocket knife. Good old pocket knife. And I can remember as a teenager when I got my first pocket knife for Christmas. Wow. And it was small and it was neat and it wasn't expensive at all. But a pocket knife is a great, great gift. Now, you can get folders. You can get, it's a little bit big for a pocket knife, and usually those folding knives have about a four-inch blade on them. You can get them larger, smaller. has a clip to be able to stick it in your pocket and clip it, so you're not getting all the weight down in your pocket, but you're able to pull it out very quickly. Oh, I see. You can also get a fixed blade. You know, something along the lines of like a Jim Curtis style of knife. Oh, yeah. Hiker knives, camper knives, bushcraft. If there's a hunter in your family, a skinning knife, a hunting knife is a great thing. Or a fisherman's knife, something used to fillet. Exactly. All right, let's take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a minute. We have added a way for our listeners who would like to support the podcast to do so. We love our coffee, so you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep and buy us a cup of coffee. That's buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. Clean Start. It's alcohol-free hand sanitizer, and it's an antiseptic concentrate. One small three-and-a-half-ounce bottle will make a gallon of product. Find Clean Start on our website where you will receive a 25% discount. Welcome back to Practical Prepping Podcast. And the next thing on the list here that we have is an emergency radio. You know, I was in a client's home the other day, and I saw that they had a NOAA, an NOAA weather radio in the uh, master bedroom, Mm -hmm. because I actually do window treatment consultations. And I took notice of that, and we chatted about that for a moment, and she indicated that she and her family have always been very weather aware, and that they had moved from the West Coast area of America over now here to the southern region of America. And before they even came to this state, they had done some weather homework about the tornado and the high wind activity, the thunderstorm activity that does take place in this area. That is a real concern. And they were very smart to go ahead and set up their NOAA weather radio. And every household, prepper or non-prepper, needs a NOAA alert radio. And they will wake you up in the middle of the night if there's a tornado warning or a severe thunderstorm warning. You know, one of the nice things that I like about not only the fact that the weather radio will wake you up and alert you, you know, when you're least expecting it, you can program them to suit your particular interests. Now, for example, in our case, we like to program weather alerts several counties out. Mm -hmm. We're more likely to receive weather from a west direction traveling to an east, not 100% of the time, but 99.9% of the time, our weather is going to be coming across from the Mississippi River 
and coming that direction. So we have programmed our weather radio to alert on any type of severe weather activity that's taking place several counties west Mm -hmm. of us. The reason we do that is because we want to have some time to know what is going on. You can also get one of the emergency radios that, and some of these do have the NOAA alert on them, but this is the radio that you can use in a power down situation. They will operate off batteries. You can get some that are crank radio, or you can get a solar radio, a solar charged radio. We bought one of our family members a Kato 5000. And that is AM, FM, television, has a whole bunch of stuff on there, has the NOAA on it, I believe. And it can be recharged from the wall, or it can be recharged from solar. So this is one that's a great radio to be able to do that. But now Midland puts out a great radio as well as far as their emergency radios. And our NOAA weather radio is a Midland. So very dependable radios there. Okay, moving on to some other gifts for preppers or non-preppers alike, and that would be a multi-tool. Now, we're talking about a multi-tool, something along the line of a Leatherman or a Gerber that has a knife and a screwdriver and files and cutters and pliers and that sort of thing. You can get all kinds of multi-tools, and they have a wide range of prices as well. But keep in mind here, now, quality cost. I've carried Leatherman and I've carried Gerber. And both of those have been extremely high quality. Now, I've also bought some multi-tools over the years that I paid less than 10 bucks for. And that's about what they were, was a $10 multi-tool. So you get what you pay for. But a multi-tool is one of those gifts that will be greatly appreciated. And you can also get them in a range of sizes. They can fit in the keychain pocket. They can go on the belt or go in the bag. But they're just a very, very handy thing to have and a greatly appreciated gift. Something else you want to consider would be a first aid kit, either for your personal use or to carry in the car or to have a much larger kit at home. And we've always recommended kind of creating your own because we have found that there are pre-made emergency kits that may say we you know 200 piece emergency kit but 179 of those pieces are Mm band-aids and so that that sure yeah i mean and the rest of it is just gauze or maybe some tape of some sort but maybe you don't need 179 band-aids maybe you want to create your own emergency first aid kit or buy a box of 200 of the band-aids and then put them in several different kits sure i even needed a first aid kit tonight yeah you came home with a scuff on your arm i was working an event and partner that i was working with said why is there blood running down your arm Uh uh-oh you didn't even know it huh i didn't even know it and i had done what our grandkids refer to as doing a lolly I had bumped into something and I was bleeding. So I went out to my car and I was able to clean it up and stop the bleeding. Very, very handy thing to have. And there are some great kits out there that you can purchase for a gift. Another thing that along this line is an emergency kit. Actually, it's a survival kit to some degree, but we're not going to call it that because everybody appreciates 
an emergency kit. Oh, I see, because they may be a little bit put off by the word survival. Exactly. That may sound a little too cataclysmic mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, what are you calling survival? Uh, years ago, I made some pocket survival kits, and they were just a pocket-sized glorified first aid kit mm-hmm. is really what it was. And then I built some for our bags that became more of an emergency kit. And our listeners, some of our listeners may have heard this before, but that's how I actually got Krista introduced to the idea of everyday carry in the area of emergency kit. When we were dating, she was teaching. She was teaching, and so she was around students, and they have boo-boos all the time. And teachers just wind up needing things. So I made her an Altoid emergency kit. Yeah, out of a little Altoid tin. And I put things in it. I put a little bit lighter in it. There was a little small amount of uh, aspirin. Mm -hmm. And that was for me. That was not for me to give out. Exactly. There was paper clips and safety pins, a needle and thread. Mm -hmm. I called it my Henny Penny kit. You know, for those of you that know the story about Henny Penny, always had that pocket full of necessaries. But uh, I will tell you that I hit that kit more than once, primarily for my use. But there were a time or two that I did have to have a safety pin to help mend someone's tear in a clothing Mm -hmm. or, you know, or uh, or maybe a little button I could sew on that had popped off or something like that. So those things really did come very much in handy. So that's kind of a little sneaky prepper gift. And that is an emergency kit. But if we call it an emergency kit, because and we do that because some folks would say, why do I need a survival kit? We'll just explain it as an emergency kit. Right. And the emergency kit can be anything you want it to be. I mean, mm-hmm. th- talk a little bit, Mark, about what an actual bona fide emergency kit may have in it. Well, it's anything you want it to have. Now, the ones that you can purchase that are... I don't know, start around 25 bucks and go up to whatever you want to spend. And the most common of those will have some type of a knife. It'll have a flashlight. Some will have a fire starter. Some will come with a multi-tool or a compass or a first aid kit in it as well. But you can also find some emergency kits that come with things like reflectors and jumper cables and tape and wrenches and things to work on your car. Our next gift on the list is something that Krista gave to me for Christmas a few years ago, and I absolutely love it. And we're not talking about your knife. No, we're not talking about my knife, which I I do absolutely love (laughs) both of my knives. Uh And we're talking about Jim Curtis knives that she had built for me. But this is something now from the time, I guess, as an adult, I've only carried probably two billfolds, back pocket wallets. Uh Over my entire adult life, I'd only carried about two of those because when you get one you like, you stick with it. Yep. It gets molded to your ear end and, you know. (laughs) It gets extra loved on and and aged like a fine wine. Yeah, and you just stick with it. And some of you guys know what I'm talking about. When you find that right wallet, you just stick with it. And I didn't think I'd ever really give up my wallet. Well, Chris gave me this RFID blocking pocket wallet. And I had found that it's more comfortable. It rides in my front pocket. I'm not sitting on it. 
And so my back pocket billfold wallet has been put into my EDC bag because it has some not often used but necessary if I need it cards in there. Uh So it is there with me. But this thing blocks RFID scanning. So nobody can walk by and steal my debit card number without touching me, you know, with a scanner. Mm -hmm. So it's just really, really great thing to have. So an RFID pocket wallet is a great gift to give. Well, I'll also say that not only do they make those for men, but they make RFID blocking wallets and billfolds for females to carry Mm -hmm. as well. So there's a gift idea there for either the male or the female, uh, all age appropriate. But, you know, that is a big concern. You can be out shopping and there can be someone standing behind you in a checkout line. And unbeknownst to you, they have a device that is actually transferring information wirelessly Mm -hmm. because there's nothing to block that. So that look for the RFID a capability on a wallet or a billfold, you'll find that that's very good secure measure right there. Yeah, and I guess the ones for the ladies goes in the purse. Oh, yeah, it's like a regular type billfold, you know, same kind of thing. How about for the readers on our Christmas list? You know, there's so many post-apocalyptic books and book sets out there and way too many to name at this point. But we have enjoyed the William Fortune books, mm-hmm. the one second after, one year after. And and uh, we find that if you've got a non-prepper friend that maybe wants to know a little bit about what life might be like in a uh, cataclysmic grid-down situation, One Second After is a good book title, and it's well-written. I read that whole book in one day. That's how good that book was. Mm-hmm. She didn't do anything else that day. I sat down on a Saturday morning, and I didn't get up unless I was getting another cup of coffee, and I read the whole book. It's that riveting. And I have read a number of people who are actually preppers now that said they got started because of reading that book. Well, it brought a lot of issues to mind. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of different facets to the story. It's, it was one thing for the EMP to set off and create the grid down situation. I mean, that alone mm-hmm. would have been bad enough. But then other elements of the story came out. And I don't want to give it away, but the idea of how do you medicate the sick? How do you care for chronic disease? How do you determine who's going to be in charge when the person in charge is no longer there? You know, so there's a lot of interesting questions that get answered and we're talking about just average regular people that have to mm-hmm. step up and take over and it was it's a marvelously written book you really want to read it so if you want to look for someone who enjoys action fiction especially post-apocalyptic that is a great book but books in general are a great thing to give as gifts. And so a lot of these that we've mentioned up until now are perfectly appropriate to give the Mm non-prepper or even the resistant person who doesn't think they ever need to or want to prep. You can find that these gift items that we've mentioned up until now are perfectly appropriate for their lifestyle on a daily basis. But what do we want to give our prepper friends? Well, that's a large list of things, and part of it depends on what they already have. And one of the things that we can give to our prepper friends or family 
his solar charger panels. And they come in every size and dimension and availability of power. And we're not talking about giving them, I guess you could give them one that would power the whole house mounted on the roof. Hey, but We don't know what you have to spend. <laughs> but more than likely, we're talking about something that would charge a small battery, that would charge devices, that would recharge that power bank, things like that. Mm-hmm. Something for any prepper is always additional emergency food supply. Certainly. And those come from a number of companies. And we're talking here about the 25-year food is what it's commonly called. You're talking about, yeah, the larger bucket system Mm -hmm. of emergency food. Exactly. And so that's always a great thing for someone who is a prepper. Now, this next one is something that preppers definitely appreciate, but it doesn't have to be a prepper to enjoy cast iron. You know, because cast iron cookware is appropriate for your outdoor cooking, your off uh, electrical type cooking. If you have to cook on a campfire, for example, or a grill, your cast iron is always going to work. Now, you can also use the stainless steel utensils especially if you're looking for something to go into a bag and to be able to carry it around. We have small uh, little stainless steel pots in our bags, and they're, what, about two cups, maybe something like that? Well, they're probably more like a quart, maybe two quart size. I know it's not two quart, not the one in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got other camp cookware that's in another yeah, spot. That, yeah, that's for our camping. I'm talking about carrying in my car bag that oh, goes oh, with oh. me all the time. Oh, I gotcha. And so we have stainless steel with there because I'm not going to be carrying cast iron in a bag that may wind up on my back. That's true. That's true. Speaking of on my back, backpacks are always good things to give to preppers. There's all kinds of shapes and sizes and purposes of backpacks from very, very small to something quite large that a hiker or camper would use on their back. Mm-hmm. So depending on the prepper or you yourself, you just outfit yourself with whatever backpack or carrying backpack that you're going to want to need and outfit it the way that you want to and make a great gift and a great gift to give for yourself too. A few years ago, Krista's daughter gave her the prettiest purple backpack. Yeah, purple's my favorite color. And it also had Molly on it. I mean, it did not look all tactical, but it looked all pretty, but it still had the function of the Molly that was on it. Mm -hmm. Those are those connectors, Mm -hmm. the Velcro. uh, The straps that you put the other straps down through. Right. And so you can attach things to the outside of the backpack that you want to carry. Very handy. And we have used that thing many times. It went on our last camping trip. Mm -hmm. We've used it traveling to see grandchildren as we pack. It's it's quite sizable and it can hold a lot of things. It, It really is. And it's actually about the same size as the ones in our cars. Absolutely. Now, this last thing is a good thing for preppers, and you don't have to worry about whether they have one or not, because everyone appreciates more personal water filters. Yeah, we're talking about a Sawyer Mini or a Life Straw, the type of thing that'll work on a pre-existing plastic water bottle. You drink the water out of the water bottle, and then you save the bottle. And then you can attach that Sawyer Mini to that bottle, and you can continue to use that bottle as it's purifying water for you to drink. Just keep filling it up, and, you know, you could just drink lake water straight out of the bottle as long as you run it through the filter. 
but you want to make sure you get something that filters out bacteria and protozoa. Some of those microbial type boogers that'll get you if you're not careful. Oh, yeah. I was reading an article uh, yesterday or day before about uh, the importance of clean water. And I've forgotten how many million people it talked about each year getting waterborne diseases Mm -hmm. of some sort. Usually it just puts us in the bathroom for extended periods of time, but it can put us in the hospital or in the graveyard. Well, that's true. I mean, there have been whole whole villages and nations that have been wiped out by typhoid and cholera and dysentery Mm -hmm. and all sorts of things that have been waterborne. So if we get into a grid down type SHTF situation, those personal water filters are going to be more valuable than gold. So I want you to think about this uh, holiday season coming up. If you're in that gift giving type of group, you may want to think about your prepper friends and your non-prepper friends. Shop early, shop often, because, uh, you know, it's getting to be a bit scarce on some things and you just can't guarantee that something's going to be there on Christmas Eve. Because I know how a lot of y'all are, and I've done it too. I've waited sometimes till 8 o'clock on a Christmas Eve to do some shopping. Not completely. But uh, this was back in the days when supply chains were really not an issue. But they are now. And Mm -hmm. that's the reality of it. And if you don't believe it, you've been under a rock for about the last two years. So take it from me. I can tell you that supply chain issues are real. It's impacting food. It's impacting clothing. Not just gift giving, but just the basic daily things that we need on an everyday basis Mm -hmm. as well. There are folks that are in the home building business and they're having trouble getting the products they need to finish their building, appliances, furniture, that type of thing. So everybody's life is touched somewhere by the supply chain disruption. I was talking with a builder, I think this was probably eight or nine months ago, And he was talking about how long it was taking them to get the appliance package for a new house built. Oh, yeah. And it was several months that they were having to order that ahead of time, this particular builder. But we're in an area right now where we're losing a cornfield about every three weeks, and there's a new subdivision going in there quite rapidly. Yeah, so... so Pack your patience, everyone. Mm -hmm. Let me just encourage everyone to just drop back and breathe a little bit because buying gifts is nice and that's fun, but that's really not necessarily going to keep you alive at the end of the day. So maybe we just need to be patient and realize that rather than gifts, maybe what you need to do is just spend some time with one another, maybe have a nice meal. It's not always about a gift that's so easily given and forgotten. Maybe you just need to drop back and rethink about how you want to honor someone or gift someone. So, you know, we're just trying to be good neighbors, good friends, and maintain understanding what's important, you know, not only during the holiday season, but every season of the year. And we're going to do something different this year that we have agreed upon. And the older we get, the more we appreciate experiences. Krista and I have given each other some very nice Christmas gifts across the years. But this year we're going to a no Christmas gift. Right. We're we're just not going we're just gonna go to a very nice restaurant and have ourselves a real nice dinner. A really nice restaurant. Yeah, a really nice dinner. 
Yeah. And I think that's going to be a, a fun thing because that's going to create a memory that mm-hmm. we're going to enjoy that long after the Christmas lights are put away. And I know one year I got tickets for her to be able to see something that she really wanted to see and those kinds of experiences. And we're going to do some things like going to community theater and watch some plays and go to some Christmas concerts with some local orchestras, some things that don't cost a lot of money and uh, just something that we're, we're doing personally and it's just something we want to do. And another reason is we really don't have a place to put anything else <laughs> coming in. Gifts we don't need. We are we are well blessed with items. So we're we're about experiences. In fact, our children and grandchildren have even told us that they would actually prefer the grandparents give their children experiences mm-hmm. as well. I think that's very smart. Our children and grandchildren want for nothing. That's no. true. And so. there's a couple of them I would like to give the experience of sending them to the moon. <laughs> now, well, if you're looking for we'll something. We'll have to buy lottery tickets for that one. <laughs> if you're looking for something particular for Christmas, a particular gift for a particular person, go ahead and start early. And that way you can have that when you want it. If you're just looking for some ideas, we've got some gift ideas on our website under the recommended items, some things that we have put on there and some more things that we will be adding in the coming days. So that's a place that you can go and uh, just click on that link and it'll take you right to that item. Anything else you want to add before we go? Well, we do appreciate your support. Some of you are out there contributing to the Buy Me a Coffee, and Mm -hmm. we're hearing about that, and we appreciate that support. Others of you are clicking on the Amazon banner that you're seeing on our website, and you're continuing your Amazon shopping through our banner. It costs you nothing extra to support us, but Amazon has a beneficial relationship. Whenever you order, they benefit our podcast, and that support means so much because we love doing this, and we love bringing this to you, and that support just helps keep us on the air because you know what stuff happens you need to stay prepared and we'll see you next time thank you for listening to practical prepping podcast you can contact us through email at info at practical or on facebook the link is in the show notes until next time remember stuff happens stay prepared